being too emotionally available can be just as detrimental to a relationship to ourselves and others as it is to be emotionally unavailable. Hi, welcome to Soul Speak. I'm Meg Michelson. Thank you for being here with me today. In previous episodes, we talked about the scale of emotional availability in healthy ways and how that relates to our soul growth. As you know, we can be too emotionally unavailable for various reasons based on who we are, our history. As you also might know, we can be too emotionally available. So we can be emotionally unavailable and we can be too emotionally available share too much of ourselves, give too much of our power away. Because remember, emotional authenticity is a scale, and that needs adjustment based on who we're with and how we're feeling in the moment, how we are feeling that day. Being too emotionally available can be just as detrimental to a relationship to ourselves and others as it is to be emotionally unavailable. So there are ways to know when we're being too vulnerable, too emotionally available to others. And then we end up giving our power away without even realizing we're doing it because we're sliding down that slope. And what happens? We start to struggle with feeling very good about ourselves. Our self-esteem goes down. Why? Because we just gave somebody too much of ourselves. And again, remember, it can happen without us even realizing it. However, once we start to recognize the signs, it is easier to be in an adjustment phase, to pull back, to say, wait a minute, I'm not feeling very good physically right now. I can feel it in my gut. I can feel my throat close a little bit. So those are signs our body is always trying to give us. So here are a few ways we can be too emotionally available in unhealthy ways. We can ask ourselves, when we have a lot to do, when somebody needs us, Are we putting their needs before ours? And then, of course, we end up behind or stressed or upset or angry because we did not do what we hoped to do. Sometimes there's an emergency with whatever person we're talking about. And as long as it's not an often occurrence, if we can drop our stuff and say, absolutely, that person needs help right now. But if that's always the case, if we're always helping somebody else, and putting our stuff on the back burner. You know, that happens a lot with moms, but not just moms. Happens a lot, probably maybe women more than men, but that scale is shifting too. So we want to be careful because sometimes when we love somebody so much, we want to be there for them. And it's beautiful to be there for somebody, but not when we start to feel resentful because we are giving up so much of ourselves, and we might not be getting it back. If someone calls us all the time and we're on the phone with them and we have like five things we need to do or one thing we need to do and we don't want to hurt their feelings so we keep letting them talk, you start to feel the tension in your body. You start to feel that surge of energy. You might get anxious or you might get really tired and you start to feel that, God, I got so much to do and now I'm not even listening to that person anymore because I'm distracted by all the things I have to do but I don't want to get off the phone with them you're not really being emotionally available. We're just now being held hostage. But that is one of those signs of being too available. We are now forsaking ourselves. It hurts us. And then 
Sometimes we even go so far as to blame that other person. That person calls me all the time. That person needs so much from me. And we start to get angry at them. Really, should we? It's up to us to hold healthy boundaries. It's up to us to say, I would love to keep talking with you, but I have this, this, and this to do. Or somebody forgets something and your husband or your child and you're constantly dropping what you need to do to go bring it to them. It's okay if you're happy doing it, but really check underneath the happy. Is it really happy? Are you now feeling burdened? Are you feeling less than because you're not meeting your own needs? You're giving up your goals. That's even true if you're not going to a job. It's not just about giving up the job work. It's also about giving up our dreams. So really pay attention to, am I giving too much and now I'm resentful? Am I blaming them? Am I angry at somebody because they keep asking too much of me? Maybe that person thinks it's okay because we keep saying yes. So they are not at all aware that we're angry at them. But we might be. We might be. Another way, another question to ask ourselves: Am I doing this? Am I saying yes and helping and being there and listening and sharing because it helps me in the long run? Or am I doing this because I'm wanting to feel a connection and it is not going to help me in the long run? I'm wanting so bad for that connection right now. Or I'm sharing so much because I want to please somebody. Or I'm doing so much for somebody because I want to please them. You know, oftentimes we want to do the right thing. And think about this. Doing the right thing isn't about doing what's right for others. It's about doing what's right for ourselves. And does that mean we don't help others? No, of course we help others. If that feels within us, that is the right thing for us. We have to say no sometimes, and saying no doesn't always feel good. But we go back to when I'm helping someone and I'm in resentment, am I really helping somebody? Because now I'm, I'm spreading some junky energy around. Doing the right thing isn't about what's right for other people. It's about what's right for you, what's right for me, and how is that in alignment with my growth in this lifetime. It's the integration of our higher power and our present earth life self. Sometimes when we're a helper, a fixer, a rescuer, a caregiver, we feel we have to be there for others. We feel like we're guilty if we're not. We feel like we came here to serve. We came here to help other people and that's how we get our validation. Absolutely, as long as we are checking in with our resentment. Am I being too available and now I'm feeling resentful. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling powerless. Am I really being healthy? Am I really being emotionally authentic? Another one, am I making other people's hopes and dreams a priority over my own? Are my hopes and dreams on the back burner because I'm consistently helping other people achieve theirs? And then I'm too tired because I've helped a million people achieve their hopes and dreams. Our hopes and dreams also help the whole world. Why? Because it raises our vibration. So it's so important to know what our hopes and our dreams are. And it is absolutely beautiful to be there emotionally to support people. 
in creating their hopes and dreams. As long as we're also feeding our own soul, as long as we're also putting some of that into our own pot. When we let go of our hopes and dreams and goals because we put others first, we start to feel empty. And then we start to suffer. And suffering within only brings more suffering to those around us and the world in general. So when we fulfill our hopes and our dreams, when we give that to ourselves, it really elevates the world. Why? Because we feel more fulfilled. We feel happier. So important to feel happier. Not a false happy, a true happy, because we're filling our cup. And then we have more to give others. How else can we become too available? When we go too far in extending compassion, compassion is beautiful and compassion is key in our world. However, sometimes we go too far. We keep saying it's okay. Yep, it's okay that you keep not showing up on time. Yep, it's okay that you can't return my phone call. Yep, it's okay that I keep doing your work and my work because I know your life is really hard right now. Well, what we're doing is creating codependency, but we're also hurting the growth of another because we're not holding them accountable. We want to hold other people accountable for their promises, for their growth, and not do it for them. They'll not overcome their fears, and we really will help them develop a stronger sense of self by saying, I would love to help you this time, but I really can't. And that is okay. Or, you know, this time it really hurt me because I was expecting you to be here. So we can still be in compassion, but we still want to hold boundaries. We help empower others by showing them that they can solve their own problems, that they can rely on us sometimes, but they also rely on themselves, that they are strong enough to move forward with something. If we jump in too quickly, They'll always expect us. They'll always count on us. And then they lose that beautiful inner strength. Then it's easier for them to not push themselves, to continue to make excuses. So when we are there too much for somebody, we really are disempowering them. When we are too there for somebody, think about that. We're really telling them on some level, we don't think they can do it. So we want to gently push people to come forward with whatever it is that they can handle. And we help them, but we don't want to do it for them. We don't want to be too available. Another way we are allowing ourselves to be too emotionally available, and this can be tricky. Are we using our emotions to get our own way? Am I using my emotions and underneath that I'm being manipulative? I'm going to try this angle, then I'm going to try this angle. So I might be weepy or I might be angry or I might be grief stricken or I might be pouty. Am I using those emotions to get my way because I'm feeling a lack of control? And wherever this is headed, I'm feeling a lack of control. So maybe I'll pout because I want that person to feel sorry for me and give me attention or let me have my way or not leave me, whatever that is. And that can be at work and personal life. So I might start resorting to desperate measures 
when we give too much of that emotion, we often come out as desperate. We're seen as lacking confidence, and it sure doesn't feel good. It feels like we are not confident because we are scrambling now to grasp at something because we are feeling like we're not worthy, whatever that means in that moment. That's a great time to step back. Wait a minute. Am I using my emotions in a healthy way here? Am I just sharing too much because I want somebody to feel sorry for me? That is a slippery slope, so be careful. The more we allow ourselves to step back, take a breath, and be honest with ourselves, the easier it is to navigate how much do I want to be giving, how much do I want to be sharing. Another way we can be too much in the emotional availability category is thinking when there is something wrong with someone, it's all about us. The, the relationship didn't work out because I did something wrong. We're taking on too much of the responsibility in the relationship factor. That person really looked at me funny or how she acted angry at me. What did I do? You know, on some level, of course, that is a low form of narcissism where we feel like it's all about us, where whatever that person exhibited to us must be about me or that relationship didn't work out because I must have done something wrong. It's all on me. It's all my fault. When we're in that stage or in that place, we are really starting to sink and we can sink quickly. So we want to be careful with that because every relationship has more than one player, every relationship. And so when we are taking it all on, like it's my fault, I did something wrong. Again, that, that dips down into narcissism. It's that shift of there's two people. Maybe I had no idea what was going on. Maybe I triggered them from their past, something from their past. Or maybe they just didn't feel like that relationship was going to go where it wanted to go for them. So we can ask questions, but we want to be careful that we're not just allowing ourselves to absorb all that like it's my problem. Because it's not. It's never one person's problem. Balance in a relationship means an equal exchange of energy. It's a give and a take. It's a back and forth with two emotionally self-aware individuals. That's a healthy, balanced relationship. That's what we strive for. And wouldn't it be great if we were there all day, every day? Of course, we're not because we're human and we have our own story and we have our own pain and we have our own history. But the more we allow ourselves to stop, step back, breathe, check in, it's much easier to start to become more aware of, am I giving too much here? If I'm giving too much and that person's not reciprocating back, it's not just their fault. It's the relationship that's now been created by two people because it hasn't been in an equal exchange. So when we start to think in terms of equal exchange, if I'm always doing something for one of my adult children and they're never checking in with me, that's giving too much. They're relying on me too much. If that's the same with your partner or someone that works with you, a friend, check in with, am I starting to feel empty here? That's on me because I now get to say, wait a minute, I'm putting in more effort. I am giving too much to that person. 
And it could be another way where I'm sharing too much emotionally. You know, I had a friend years ago and it dawned on me that I was sharing too much with her. I didn't know then what I know now because she started to pull away from me. It took me a while to really grapple with that. What did I do wrong? Well, I was sharing too much and she wasn't sharing back. That's the key. Remember, balance in a relationship means an equal exchange of energy. So if you're sharing more and that person's not, pull back a little bit. Not using pouty behavior. Now we want to be careful that we don't go into passive aggressive and now we're mad at them. It's a look in the mirror a few minutes. Hmm. Am I allowing myself to read what's going on here? Are they sharing with me? Maybe that's not the friend that I want to be sharing all this with because we don't have a reciprocal relationship. Equal exchange of energy, give and take. That's why we really want to have that pendulum swing. If I'm not getting that back, then that's not the right place to put it. If I have that relationship with my dear friend over here, then that's the right place to put it. So always be checking in with that. Give and take. And, it, it, and I'm not talking like if you always have an exchange and then there's a couple of weeks where there's none. There's something going on with that person. Now we want to be concerned and in compassion and ask them, are you okay? Is everything okay? But again, we don't want to jump in front and say, wow, what did I do wrong? Did I do something wrong? Because now we're making it about us. So maybe check in from that standpoint of I've noticed you've pulled away. Are you okay? Is there anything you want to talk about? And if they're like, nope, I'm all good. Well, then you know it's okay just to pull back and either let itself work out or let it go for a while. Everything in my belief, everything is meant to and can be healed. But it takes more than just you to do it. If it's in a relationship, it takes two people. And when we are in this emotional growth stage, remember, we are going to revert back to old ways. However, we don't have to stay down there. When we start to really be honest with ourselves and we notice we're going down that rabbit hole, we can catch ourselves quicker. Then you can pout and feel sorry for yourself for a little bit. And then know, well, if I stay here, I'm going to be a hot mess. So I'm going to be self-aware and then I'm going to be kind to myself. I can revert back to those old behaviors. But it only might help me in that moment. And it really doesn't help my strength. And it definitely doesn't help the relationship. Because then people stop trusting us. It causes damage. And trust is important in a relationship. The more we are using our emotions in a manipulative way, the more we are using our emotions to gain favor somehow. And it's not coming from that authentic place of I'm doing this without an attachment outcome. I'm doing this because it feels good. But if I have an expectation, then I need to ask. Then I need to state that up front. So being really clearly honest. That's how we start to foster a healthy relationship with ourselves. And then, of course, with others. And as I've said in many other episodes, breathe. Breathing is fundamental. The more we can allow ourselves to breathe, that gives us the space. That gives us that beautiful time where we can now be awake. And honestly, 
the more oxygen we bring in our body, our organs, the healthier we are in so many ways, healthy physically, but also healthy emotionally. So I want to do a little exercise right now. If you're willing, we need to take a breath. We've done this before through the nose, down the throat, down the spine. And I want you to imagine a beautiful string, whatever color you want, could be made of something made of pearls, or gold, silver, fabric. And just imagine it coming out the top of your head. And you start to feel yourself pull up a little bit taller. And that same thread is going through your body deep into the earth. So you have the earth connection through your feet and your tailbone. And you have this beautiful connection up above into the astral. And take some breaths there. Feel the elongation of your spine. Feel the beauty with every breath. Remember that this work, this emotional work, it isn't always easy. But we have this beautiful connection to self, this beautiful connection to our earth body, and this beautiful connection with our higher self and our higher power. And we can count on it. We can rely on it. We can connect with it for free all day long, every day, if we want to. So inhale, bring that beautiful body up towards the heavens and bring that beautiful body towards the earth. I hope you have a really great week and I look forward to connecting with you next time. Hey listeners, thanks again for joining me. If you want to learn more about me, services I offer, who I am, please check out my website, megmichelson.com. Also there you can join my newsletter. I do a the best job I can to send it out monthly, no guarantees. Follow me on Instagram and YouTube. Thanks again for coming. I'll see you next time.